Welcome to Archives for Aliens, the podcast recorded for future life on Earth, planet Earth, consciousness, creativity, the nature of reality, cool people making things, and life outside the box. What makes you tick? This week, I'm going to be talking to Matt Pearson, who's an artist, an art professor, and the host of his weekly live artist interview series, which I've been a guest on. Put the link in the show notes. You can check it out. And we're going to be talking about all things related to building your creative practice. We're going to start out by talking about why quitting video gaming might help. We're also going to talk about networking with other artists, selling your art, creating a discipline around your artistic practice, why journaling matters, and other mindset tips that can help keep you on course for actually doing the work that you want to do, and tips for creating a thriving art business, as well as how you can be accountable to your creations. It's like um, like mushrooms, right? Or like a, a goldfish fin or something. Kind of reminds me, uh, the, the, my, my, my knee-jerk response is like Mario Brothers. Um, because of the, the red and white. Or it could be candy. Now, is it candy? Or is it, is it like a, um, a turtle with a red and white shell kind of in the sea? You know, just kind of wandering around. I, I feel like I have to be pulling on strings right now. Is how long am I supposed to be going? Because I can go for a while if you want. Keep going. Oh, well, this turtle, it, it's, it's startled, I guess. I guess the turtle or mushroom character. Maybe it's a mushroom, a mushroom turtle character. Like, like if you could imagine a mushroom, at, but it, like it's a turtle, but the mushroom is the shell. Right. So it's like a soft shell turtle, but it's not. It's like a Mario soft shell turtle. And instead of Mar- when Mario jumps on the turtle, instead of like he hopping on the turtle and like kicking it and it kind of bounces on those like brick walls back and forth. Um, he just jumps on it and bounce on it like he bounces on top like a trampoline. That's what I think, like bouncing on top of a trampoline. Um, and then when I, when I when I thought about the turtle hitting the the brick walls, I thought about there was this little I never did it because I wasn't that good. Where you could there's this little trick where you can get like a hundred lives apparently. Where you you uh, at the very beginning of Mario Brothers, I believe you can you can jump you can jump on. I don't know why you need a hundred lives to beat the game, but apparently you could do this. You jump on the the turtle, and then you you keep jumping on it. Uh, at a, you time it perfectly to hit like this brick. And you get you would get points like you get points. So every time you hit it, uh, you get enough points. And after like a certain amount of points, you get like a um, a uh, a life. And the people would do that to get multiple lives. How do you think all this relates to something that you'd like to share with the world tonight? Oh, um, video games. I don't know. Uh, I guess. Maybe, maybe deep, like subconsciously, 
I yearn to play video games, but I also realize they can, for the, for the majority of, of the population, they're in like, I hate, I don't want to say it, but they could be a colossal waste of time, you know? Like, uh, it's, it's like, a, I guess they're like cookies, right? You could, hey, you could have one or two. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, they've, they've made them now. So the, it's like, it's like a drug, you know? I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. We could talk about games for a while. I don't know how long we could talk about, but I find it bad. I find it fascinating, the game, the gaming industry now. Now, probably because um, you can, they log your hours of how many, how many hours you've played. Who logs your hours? That's super creepy. Like Xbox. It'll show you, it'll show you how many hours that you played this game. Uh, um, and it doesn't show you hours. It shows you days. Per year? Or it just show total? You days. I think it might even go to months. I don't know. Yeah, That's like I, I, I remember because I would play this. I was playing this game, Destiny, and uh, I haven't played for uh, ever since I had this this art show. I, I stopped playing because I, I just, priorities. I had to make art. It's either make art or or play video games. And so I played. No, and so I played video games. I'm like, oh, uh, who cares about the art? No, I I I um I, I stopped playing video games. So I was like, maybe I'll, I'll play. I'll play when the show's my show's done. So I'll play my I'll play some games when the show's done. And it'll be a good treat. And then the show came and, and went. And then I was like, well, I got some other things I got to do. I got a lot of things I got to do. I don't have enough time. And, um, but when I was playing it, I remember I do like these, um, these um, things called raids or, or, or um, what were they called? They were called raids. There was raids. And then there was something that was below a raid, but a raid was a really long, like group game to uh, get some, some digital swag. And the raids um, at first, they used to take a long time. Um, People, uh, people would spend like four to 10 to 12 hours just to figure out how to do it. And then the, uh, the gamers got so good at it. They could finish this, uh, the, the raid that used to take, five hours in like 30 minutes because they knew exactly what to do. And you'd love, you'd love, you would love being in those groups. Cause everything you, you just like piggyback off them. Like, Oh, I'm not, I'm just playing around. It's this is like a casual game and fun for me. And then they, you just kind of follow around like, yay. I kind of helped. I was like, like the defensive player in the soccer team, maybe, you know, like you're, 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 uh, you're not scoring goals, but you're definitely assisting. Right. Um, but uh, uh, they, I remember they would they would talk about how many um, how many days or hours they played, and and it was like I played a lot, but these people played a lot. <laughs> like they their their weekends was that. Um, and uh, after that uh, that art show, I just stopped playing, and then um, I did some research. Really crazy stuff. If you if you, you can look this up, like uh, have you heard of Fortnite? Yeah, I've heard Fortnite. Of it. It's like the world world's most played video game. I think there's another one right now that's catching steam. I don't. I've heard of it, but I never played it. It's called Among Us. I don't know. It's like, apparently it's like you're uh, in Among Us. I'm like bouncing around. Among Us is like the world's uh, destroyed, or you're you're uh, you're like in Zombie Land, but only 
instead of it sounding so creepy, you're the, the way that they made the, the, the game is you're really like a cutesy cartoon character, but everything else is bad. Um, but mm-hmm. Fortnite, what was it? Gosh, I don't even know. Let's just say that like every weekend, like 2 million hours get played. It, it might even be, it might be 20 million. I don't even know, but like up to 2 million hours every weekend of, of Fortnite is played by everyone wow. every weekend, maybe. And, and, uh, um, I did some calculations. It might not be 2 million hour two, 2 million might be 20 million, but like it ends up being like, it's like 4,000 years of life. So it's, this is so disturbing. It's like, it's like literally four, it's like 4,000 years of people's life cumulatively get eaten up on a game. That is ridiculous. Uh, um, and that, that, so, oh, I don't play games, um, but I'm wondering, like, do you think that there's any kind of creative benefit that they bring to your life? Because I have heard that from other people. Well, if you're creative any, and you're, 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 um, you're not just playing the game, but maybe you're thinking about it crick- like aesthetically and critically, and you're writing about it, or you're, you're after your gaming session, you're drawing uh, stuff that it's influenced off of, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but <sighs> unless you're creating the game, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. anymore. It's, it's, it's questionable now, right? Uh, like, I don't. Do you think that there's some use for getting lost in like a fantasy like that? Kind of like reading a really good book or watching a really good movie and kind of being brought into another world? You know, I, I, maybe, maybe, but I, it, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of, I'd have to really, I'd have to like really think about that question. But like my, my first response is yes and no. Um, but you're not, it, it's more like passive imagination. Like the person, there's another person already making the, creating the, 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 the scenery for you. You don't have to fill in the blocks as much, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, okay. like maybe in the 16 bit, 18 bit era where you, you, uh, uh, you could, you could imagine like the se- the in between scenes a little bit where there's they didn't have enough vi- data to make the, to to establish the the plot as well as they do now where you can just literally like tell you the whole plot. Um, but the majority of games, it's 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 not the the same type of world. Like visually, they look. Pl- interesting like Fortnite looks very cool but like when it when it boils down to it it's really just it's uh very repetitious you know um Mm. if you i've never i haven't i don't watch it i don't like sit down and watch it actually i want to point out another thing is like people actually so even though people are playing the game that much people are watching that 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 same amount that same game other people are watching other people play video games. Oh, I stumbled into this on uh, yeah. Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. When I learned about Twitch yeah. recently. This is mind-blowing. Yeah, they, they, they'll watch 
actually that people other people just yeah, play people it. watch more of Fortnite than people actually playing it. So like so say people like people are playing two million hours for a weekend. People are watching it for two point five or three or four million hours. So other people are watching other people play for more time than actually playing the game. Very fun, but huge, huge waste of time. Uh, especially if you want to, if you want to, if you want to be somewhere in five years, you know, uh, it can, you know, I, yeah. I, I hear, uh, I, I'll talk to my students. I'm, I'm a teacher during the week, you know, I'll talk to them what they've been doing, you know, and they'll, they'll tell me that they played games and they'll state it out loud. They'll state it that they, they probably pay, played way more games than they should uh, that weekend. And, so it's super common. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe, maybe, maybe that this, like the generation, like the young, young generations, uh, I, I don't know, sadder. Like the, uh, there's some, um, there's some, like, there's some articles, some, some data showing that they're not as happy, you know? Hmm. How old are your students? Uh, well, I'm assuming um, 18, 19, maybe 17, coming right out of high school. So, you know, maybe yeah, video games can be an escape, but I think uh, it's it's um, it might be too much of an escape to some extent. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, one well, and you teach. I mean, they're an art class, right? Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of them, you know, my heart goes out to them. You know, like a lot of them want to do want to be game designers, and they oh. they want to be uh, um, they want to be. But so they're in art. They're not in like programming. That's well, I mean, uh, game designers and or uh, the concept artist, the art, the people that do like the the ideas for the game. So they like do like the mock up idea concepts. Um, but that's that. Uh, my art, uh, like I, I feel them. I understand like that. But that is a very competitive market. Like uh, I, I, I. I, th- I feel that I'm, I'm a pretty good drawing, but I don't think I'm at the caliber to, to be doing, um, that type of work. And it's just, it's just so demanding, like lots of work. Um, yeah. With, yeah. I can imagine being super high pressure. Yeah. They have to, to pump out concept art after concept art and half of it, 80% of it doesn't get accepted, you know? Uh, and you, you, um, you have to be really good, like uh, top 10 percentile of like just artists, you know, really, 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 really good. And, and you have to really love, love, love drawing. And, um, you know, uh, and you have to really love drawing stuff that you don't particularly want to draw over and over and over again. You know, I, I'm assuming that maybe, uh, uh something like, uh, like something at the very beginning, it's really nice. Like, Oh, I get to draw this. But then after, from what I hear, you'll, you'll be doing like variations of the same, like landscape or scenery for three months. They want to tweak it like th- this or tweak it like that, you know, uh, lots and lots of iterations of the same thing. Um, Still very mm-hmm. labor intensive. I, I don't know. I don't know the in, ins and outs. All I know is there's. A, I, I've had some talks with some uh, other other uh, professors where there's they built a whole industry on that. There's actually a, a college that that 
specifically prepares students for that that field and they make like the um i don't know the, the, the i don't i never know names i just know like the the general idea of, of the general concept of what people are talking about or whatever area I'm, I'm i'm dabbling in but like there's a college where they they uh gear towards gaming and something like 70% of the students flunk out like the first semester, second semester, the first year, because they, they, um, they want to make it feel like exactly like how it is to work in one of those places. And they have like, they like just make the workload so high. And they also, they flunk out because they have a certain, they want you to have a certain level of, of ability. And if you don't fit that, that level, you have to either, continue on this as a freshman again into your up to that level, or you just say, you know what, this is too much, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's good that they figure that out early. Yeah. Probably. Um, I, I'd, I'd rather I'd be honest. That's crazy. Yeah, honestly, I think I would rather send them to that school so that they, so they, uh, um, cause that they get the skills necessary. Cause those people are, are, are uh, geared toward that type. They're very, very micro, very uh, uh, niche. Uh, yeah. uh, they're hitting that market. They're specifically going towards that market and they're really dialing in. They're putting you, the, the, the volume of work is there and you really got to be committed. Um, as far as like, uh, general, uh, college, right. Um, yeah. Like where do your students, do you know where they end up or what kind of career paths they take? Do you find out later? Um, not, not since, uh, I haven't, not my earlier students, but lately I've been, uh, I've been, um, after the semester, I say, Hey, since you're no longer a student of mine, the, I, I, I actually, I, 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 I expressed this point earlier on during the semester, like, listen, every, everyone really needs to be getting everyone else's name, right? Get, get their email. Uh, if you feel comfortable, get their phone number. What doesn't matter. Get their email, get, uh, befriend them on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you can, you can connect to them. Uh, because you, what you might want to have is a network later on because they might scratch your back later on. You might scratch their back. Maybe, maybe they decide that they don't want to be an artist. They become a doctor and they want some art in their, in their office. Who knows? You know, um, so after the semester, I, I say, hey, this is where you can find me uh, for those that uh, have it already. Some of them are kind of do a little bit of Internet snooping. You know, I'm not hard to find. They find your YouTube channel? Uh, actually, um, no, my, my social, other social platforms are easier. My YouTube channel, I, I can't change the name until I get enough subscribers. <laughs> oh. So uh, they, they, um, they will, um, they will find me through other like social media platforms. Funny story yeah. was, um, I, I found it funny, but also kind of found it kind of creepy was, um, people found my, my social media platform. Then they downloaded my photo of me, my, my profile picture. And then during a student, during our zoom meetings, they put my profile picture as them. I thought it was hilarious, but I didn't want to give them too much. Like, I didn't want to like fuel the fire or like fan the flames or whatever. Yeah. I mean, what kind of rules are there around that? I mean, I, I feel like it would be really stressful to like, not be able to connect with your students via social media in the art world yeah. because it's so much yeah, a I, part of the network. I don't know the rules. Uh, it, huh. like, well, 
But we won't worry about it. Well, then. I mean, like, I, I, I hear, like, you don't want to be, like, befriending them while you're in, during the semester uh, or, or, like, and stuff like that. Um, if, if they find you on there, it, it's kind of, like, weird because when you're an artist and you put yourself in those positions, aka you're, you're basically in the public now, you know? Right. And unless yeah, you unless you make make your account private, you know, you, you're not you're not here to regulate or manage what other people uh, what your students if they decide to follow you or not, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I it's it's not a bad thing to to uh, um, to have a good rapport with your professors. Maybe you might they might want to uh, contact you and they they might want a um, a letter of recommendation, you know. If they're a good student, you know. Uh, um, so I had, I had, I've had a few. I, I know one who is do in like a a a tattoo apprentice. Being a tattoo apprentice, she makes really, really good stuff. Really, really, um, really driven. You know, and really, that's what it kind of what it kind of boils down to is you got to be really driven. You just you know, you gotta be really driven and really hardworking. It's like the formula is so simple, you know, you just get for art. You mean? Well, I mean like that, just, just like to, to pursue what you want to do, right. You gotta oh, be hardworking. Yeah. You gotta be really driven. You know, um, it doesn't mean you're going to be successful, but like, um, you might as well try. But if you, if you don't have, if you don't have those attributes, it's going to be harder because if you're, if you don't want to apply those hours, you know, it's all about those hours, but uh, she's doing really mm-hmm. well. Um, sometimes I like to ask my students what they want to do uh, in the future. I think I had some students that want to, to make some video games, which is good. I think I'd rather them make video games than play video games. Cause they were talking about how they play so, yeah. many, video, so many darn video games. And I'm like, yeah, you played a lot of video games this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but it's great. You know, um, I, I don't, I don't, um, keep as, uh, so the newer, newer classes, I'm in more, I'm more, uh, uh, in network with them because of that. But the older ones, I was kind of iffy on, on doing it, but the way I felt about it was like, you know what, uh, I'm doing all these things anyway. And most of them probably already kind of looked uh, not most of them, but some of them will, especially in, t- in today, in today's type of age, we're like, Oh, here's this artist. I want to see if this artist actually does, it can actually practice what they preach, you know, a little bit. And, and you know, I, I, I was young once we're like, I, w- I want to know if my professor can draw or, or paint. And, 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 and um, I want them to, sh- I want to see some proof, <laughs> right? yeah. you know, um, Cause some, some of them, here's a little funny little thing. Uh, I've heard stories like some, some, <laughs> I don't know how true this is. This is like, this is like gossip. Some of them are like, some of them can't draw, uh, but they're really, really good at tra- doing transfer techniques. So when, and, and, and um, for like people that can paint or draw, or you see their drawings, they, they, they can't draw from life, but they can, they know how to copy. So transferring the, the object onto a surface and then doing a really good copy. Um, I don't know. That's probably 
that's probably hearsay. I mean, that's probably true. There, there's a lot, there's some artists I, that do I mean, that. Some, like definitely. yeah, some professors that do that, you know? Yeah. That's interesting though. When you're trying to teach drawing. Yeah. Uh, it, you, you would, uh, you get, I guess you would have to just <clears throat> kind of recycle, recycle some stuff that your, your other, your, uh, where, where you learn from, like where your professors taught you and, uh, uh, be very sparing on your, on your demos. So I'm going to back up here <laughs> just for a moment. Cause we missed, we kind of missed your intro <laughs> question. <laughs> All right. It's okay though. So usually I ask people, um, tell, tell the audience, tell me a little bit about how you view or what you believe about the nature of reality. This is like the get to know you question. Which is kind of funny because, uh, well, nature of reality. I, I was, I, I've been uh, binging on, 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 on TikTok lately. And uh, the thing about the algorithm, it's, it's, it like just feeds you what you want or it's like a negative positive feedback loop. So whenever you find something, you watch it for an extended period of time, it'll feed you, it'll, mm-hmm. you scroll up, it'll feed you something that's similar and it'll, if you watch it for a long time, it'll, you scroll up, it'll feed you something that's similar, but there's some stuff that I find that's really interesting. And so like one was like, uh, when you, when you, um, when you go, when you, uh, think of a memory, I thought the person explained it much better than I will, but when you think of a memory, uh, you're, you're actually going back some, quote, unquote, uh, obviously, quote, unquote, uh, you're actually going back into uh, time, into this, your your own subconscious, where, where uh, uh, like, almost time is irrelevant. Where, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, like, it's, we, we measure it because it's constant, or, like, we, to, to, but what, what uh, the TikTokers are saying, or this, this genre of TikTokers are saying that it there is no time. It's just like, we're just like one giant frame, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I've definitely heard that. I mean, I, I hear people say that when you do that, when you go back in time to change that memory, that it actually changes the present. The yeah. Future. Like you're sending, uh, um, a, a, um, facsimile to yourself. Um, and how that, that might, make you better for the future. I don't know if that's how true that is, but I hear if you, the, you, you are what you think. Like if you think, if you think negative thoughts all day, you're, you're just going to be a negative person, no matter how, how, no matter if the surrounding, your surroundings are very positive. You know, if you have a loving family or if you have great friends, you know, or if you have a great job, but if you think in negative thoughts, you're just going to view things negatively. Right. Um, I don't know if I'm answering a question. I kind of just bounce around on the, on the, on the topic. What, how do I view reality? <sighs> That's very broad. Um, maybe I might have a better, uh, uh, response if I, if you, if you, uh, could give a, an example of a previous, uh, guest and how, what, what their perception of reality is. Maybe that might have a, a a jumping platform for me to kind of, uh, write off of. Otherwise it's, it's, I'm just kind of pulling strings of what reality is. You've already given a really great answer. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I think, yeah, the idea that what you think 
um, relates to your reality. What was it? Um, Nikolai Tesla said, I don't know if this is true. Again, I, I don't, I don't fact check. I need a fact check. Oh yeah. This isn't, this isn't like asking anyone to try to, you know, really tell no, us. No, it's just uh, like, how do you no, view I mean, it? I, I, I like to use these little weird little tidbits of, of things that I, I, I've heard. Um, the, I haven't read this from a book. Again, these are just like things that people are stating that aren't being fact checked. So I don't know the validity of this. So don't like this hold everything with a grain of like it was a is it a grain of salt, uh, a pinch of salt. Uh, so uh, from what I was listening to and what I've heard repeated over and over again was Nikolai Tesla loved the 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 numbers three, six, and nine. And he, apparently, if he said he said he stated that if if man could understand three, six, and nine, he would understand the universe. And apparently uh, uh, people will, will write down what they, what they want, like either, either three times a day or six times a day or nine times a day. And what that does is um, they create their own world. Um which is interesting, like an interesting concept. Like, of course you don't create it right then and there, but I think what it does is by saying, I want to be a millionaire or I want to be X or I want to be this over and over again, you start making change, doing habits, creating habits that build you, build a scaffolding towards that, that objective maybe, or it actually might happen. Um, other things that I've, uh, heard was that we're we're actually like one giant consciousness which was interesting to hear like as an idea uh um where like it was a weird little story where in this in this whole area in this like small little town people would meditate like they they uh they set like some experiment where where they had a, a set amount of people that they would meditate or, or, or sit down and try to think positive thoughts for like a, a certain amount of time at a specific, specific amount, a specific time of the day. And what they found in, in that area, apparently quote unquote, grain of salt, right. Uh, they found that there was uh, every, there was, everyone had were, everyone was happier there was less crime, uh, things around, uh, like positive things in that area was happening, uh, um, in that area, like just like, just, just overall good things were happening, you know, less crime, less, whatever else was happening. Any negative things that would normally happen weren't happening in this specific area, which was kind of interesting. So I, I thought that was kind of an, uh, 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 a night like a unique like thought or concept to think that we're like maybe we're just like giant like routers or hubs to each other which might be really far-fetched but i think it's really interesting in, in to kind of think about it as a concept now again you can't you can't quantify this right I was like, how do you measure that? It's like, oh, we're all, we're all one consciousness. We all think positive thoughts, good things will happen. Uh, you know, like, how do you quantify? I, don't, I really don't know. Um, I guess that's kind of like the backdoor answer to uh, reality. 
All right. <laughs> that was your, it was, like you, you had one question and we, we, we've gone for 30 minutes or I don't know how long. I thought, no, that was a good answer. Yeah. Yeah. That was like so many different avenues and it's cool too, that you answered the question um, kind of like by looking at how other people to see the nature of reality, not just you. You're the first person to have done well, that. Well, I think it's like, um, how do you measure your, you, how do you measure your, your reality without looking at other people's goalposts or like, like, like a, a yardstick or, you know, a mm. tape, a measuring tape, right? Like, how do you, how do you gauge that? You know, you, you don't want to, you, you can't be in a, you can't be in a vacuum of what you think that reality is and, and not uh, be open to uh, other concepts of it. You know, you don't want to, I think that's one of the thing about, uh, thing, things about artists is that you, you have to be kind of malleable. I mean, I guess there's some, that, some artists, I don't, I don't know all the artists. I, I'm guessing there are some artists that aren't very malleable and they're very stuck in their own ways. But from my understanding, you have to be a little bit more, you know, watery, plastic, yeah. uh, you know, malleable. You got to like the neural plasticity, right? Where you, you, mm -hmm. um, you have to be able to uh, adapt and change. Um, that's I find that interesting, interesting as well. I like, I like listening to motivational stuff and really inspiring stuff. And I like listening to the, the, these um, speakers that will talk about, you can change, uh, you can change, you can change who you are. I find that very refreshing. Uh, Cause if you think of like my parents and, and their parents and, and the science that they were informed, like once you hit this age, you can't change, you know, you can't change yourself. You know, you can't be, you can't, yeah, you're, totally. you're, you're a, an old dog. You can't, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, you're just going to, once you hit that, that age mark, you're just going to, that's what you're going to do. And um, again, it, it goes with like that, uh, that positive feedback loop where that negative thoughts, where you think those, those thoughts, those become your reality, right? If you think that you can't change, you won't, I guess, I guess that's what it kind of boils down to. Yeah. And you know, it, it's hard. It's hard to, to do, to, um, to, um, to change. Cause basically what it is, it's like, you're confronting your, 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 um, your fallible self, like your, your flawed self, you're, 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 you're confronting things that you're weak at, you know, that's one thing, like as an artist, you got to, you got to confront some things that you're, you're, you're not as skilled at, and you got to, you know, improve them. If you want to get a desired result, you know, if you want to be a photorealist, you got to practice those things that you're weak at in order to achieve that. Um, but like the change you, you, you have to kind of, you have to open yourself up and that's hard. I think that's why yeah. I, I journal now, or I've been trying to journal, I guess. Who knows? I don't know. I, I go in weird filibusters. Yeah. That's why I like this kind of talking more than the other kind where we have to talk about a specific topic or like, I'll like, like I can go, I have steam for like a few minutes on each, but I'm not going to be 
maybe maybe the 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 other conversation i i was i wasn't too i felt blocked blocked in to the concept and i felt mm-hmm. like i had to cage myself with the 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 discussion so like i have to talk about yeah. this area and this only i can't really go into other things and it it caged me in and it made me it kind of locked me up with my uh, what i wanted to talk about and um but this one's a little bit a little bit better um I feel Good. like I'm, I mean, ideally, we're 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 getting out of the cage. I feel like I'm. That's what the archives for aliens is I, for. We we have no rules. Say what you want. <laughs> we go on all kinds of weird tangents. That's what we're here I for. I feel like I'm. I've been talking. That's all I've been doing. Um, I really do have to say the 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 adult beverage has really helped. Probably, uh, because this is going to be this. I'm gonna. I'm probably going to talk about this. Or later on, I'm going to brag about it. Probably because I'm a lightweight. What they, what they call is a lightweight, which means I probably metabolize alcohol faster than the average person. Which is really... I think that's the case. I really do. I'll, I, or maybe all my friends ha, are really... They have built up a... Not my fr- Well, all my friends I used to hang out with now, I don't have time to anymore. Uh probably have a higher tolerance than me because they, they will, uh, will partake in the adult beverages more often, but me, could be. I, I don't, I don't do it that often. So it, it, um, it opens up my yapper to start talking about dumb stuff. <laughs> Is it dumb? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's either the dumbest thing or the most intelligent thing ever. I think, I think um, everyone has something to say. You know, everyone has, um, everyone is an expert in something that someone else is not. You know, it could be something as, as, as simplistic as, you know, doing laundry or folding or, uh, or, or mowing the lawn or like some like just really simple yeah. activity, but they're the best at it. But they like, you know, there's an average person, right? Um, no. Um, or the, and everyone has has a truth that is universally true. You know, like it 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 it, it really resonates with everyone. Uh, um, you know, and you just gotta find it. So that's probably why I'm like like blanket spewing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh Well, I mean, I feel like that's so much about art, too. It's like you have to find your world, your voice. Yeah. And then figure out how to connect that to the overall consensus world. (laughs) Yeah, art is... That's tricky. You know what's funny is I I, I don't know if I can talk about art as much as as I can talk about other things. I think think the reason why is uh, looking... What was it a, a comedian say that they, they uh, there's some comedians want you uh, during some of podcast other podcasts I listen to so that the comedians say that you got to experience things so that you can have a good com- uh, comedy set you know mm-hmm. uh, if you're not experiencing things you don't have anything to talk about um, so um, you know a lot of these comedians will have will like force themselves to do things that normally they wouldn't do. Um, so that's probably a reason why I listen to a variety of different things. So I can, it doesn't necessarily translate to my, my art 
maybe it does, but I don't really do like, uh, I don't have a lot, a lot of subtext in my art right now, or maybe, maybe it does in, 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 in a very, very deep subconscious level. Like if I were to self-reflect, I'm doing still lives right, still lives right now. And the still lives are, uh, uh, of my daughter's toys. So maybe they might be a legacy to her, the, her objects that she had as a child. Maybe if we want to boil down to uh, boil it down to that, but maybe it could just be like, maybe for me, it could be like, um, all my, all my items, things I want to draw, um, either are perishable or, uh, take too long to do. And, children's toys are, are very, very simplistic and are easy to, to draw really quickly with the amount of, with a finite amount of time that I have to draw. So it might be that. So it's a, it could be a little bit of both. I don't think it's one or the other. I think it might be a little bit of both. Um, you know, it could be that I, I, I maybe later on I'll, I'll tack the, 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 the idea that it was a uh, cataloging my, my daughter's toys at, get said given said said given time or whatever mm -hmm. um but like yeah art art uh i don't know like i, I don't know if i could talk about it on, on you don't have to talk about it level <laughs> it's okay what i am super interested in though and if you want to come back and talk about your art you totally can um i'm interested to hear what you've learned by interviewing so many artists like what kind of commonalities have you found or what, what surprises you? Cause you interview someone every week, right? Yeah. Um, there, there is, um, there's definitely like type A's and type B's, you know, um, there's definitely organized and disorganized, you know, um, not some are in between, but there, there's definitely like, one or the other. Uh, I, I found that like photographers are very regimented, you know, hmm. like they're very, I could see that. they're very organized. There's all those buttons yeah. on the camera. You gotta know what you're doing. They're very organized and very regimented. Um, and I think, um, a lot of really, really talented artists that I speak to undervalue themselves. Hmm. I think, I think artists as a whole undervalue themselves. And part of it in my, in my opinion is probably because we're so, we're so, we're so um, worried about making the sale. We're so caught up in trying to compete with other artists, you know, with similar like aesthetics like said person does portraits and you're, and, and that person charges $50, you're charging $500. Come on, you know? Um, and, and they'll use that as a, a you have a, a, an outside consumer seeing that price, $50, 500, they look similar, you know, and they think that, mm. you know, uh, that because they're similar, the other artist is charging 500 should go down equal or match or like go down close to that price or match it. So I think a lot of artists undervalue themselves for many things, not just art, but their time, you know, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see that for sure. You know, I think the only ones that uh, uh, 
probably value their time more or are photographers. And I think because the market, like the, in, like the, uh, the corporate market has set like a set standard for like rates, hmm. you know? Um, so I think that's the reason why photographers can, can, uh, request the the price and people not have a problem but when it comes to fine artists uh uh the 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 price is more malleable um one of the things that some overlap was was um really be creative or or uh play this act this this notion of 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 not holding the the artwork to to uh to a a high level, like to a pedestal. Right. Um, so I think that was one of them where you should, uh, um, experiment. You should, ex- you should constantly be learning. Um, those are some things that resonate. I like here. I've been doing some, adding some new things. I like hearing, um, life quotes or quotes from other artists. I like hearing what, what, what they have to say, what, type of things that they um, uh, um, kind of not abide by, but definitely look up to as, as like a motto of sorts. So some quotes that people state out loud um, kind of sh- is like a self-reflection of, of who they are as an individual, you know, or, or not necessarily, it's not, it's not like this is who you are. Cause you said this quote, it's more like, this is like, a part of you. This is a little, a little bitty kernel out of, out of the corn husk or out of the, the corn cob that, that uh, kind of gives you a, defines a little bit of you. Not a lot. This is like a little bit, you know, like we don't want to hold, we don't want to hold all these quotes or these things that you state like they're like they're um, like concrete, you know, as I, as I was say, stating earlier, right. Where you want, you want to be malleable as, as it, as an individual, right? You want to kind of grow in that sense. Uh, what else did I, what else have I learned? Again, just the, 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 the hyper-organized and the not so organized. I like hearing uh, uh, the, 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 the micro, uh, the very micro uh, uh, qualities of photographers. Like you have some that are really, that are all about like volume like they'll go through like 500 shots in an hour. And then some are like, I want to only do 20 shots. Only. And I want to pick one out of that. And if, if out of those 20, I don't get it, I don't get it. You know? So some are, so some are very like philosophical about it. And then some are like very methodical, like corporate, uh, cause some of them were, 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 uh, uh, um, corporate photographers or they, they, they worked for, uh, companies did photography for them. So they're in that, that realm. So they were raised in that, that type of like genre. And then some are more like more spiritual with it, which is really interesting yeah. to see with photography being kind of spiritual, um, with it. Um, my, one of my more recent one, uh, artists I spoke to had a, a really interesting like approach. Um, she she pro- approached photography like she was making windows, and she made she, 
she her 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 compositions gave that that portrayal. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I think that answers some of it. I, I I would have to really I would have to like review all the artists because there's so many of them and it's 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 so spitfire that I would have to really think about what ones what specific things resonated. But like I I find it intriguing how the the it's like I think I stated this three times already. I find it intriguing just the the temperaments, you know, the the approaches, you know, and I think they're yeah. they're very they're very pronounced pronounced with the photographers. Uh, um, fine artists, artists uh, that are painters, you know, mixed media, you know, they're they they're like they're like they like they tend to go with more of the flow, you know. Their their life is a little bit more hectic, or for my out like outside third party viewer looking in, that appears that their life is more hectic because, um. I would contribute to the fact that they have to be more directly in, in, involved with the production of the artwork. You know, they have yeah. to, they have to make the piece, not that the photographers aren't making the piece, but like the, the um, it's, you're manually constructing the, the world. And, um, and I think it, there's also like a less defined space Yeah, go ahead. in, in society like for where paintings go, like there's so many different types of artists. Yeah. I think that's good. I think it's a good thing. Um, it like, it's another, it's a thing that like, yeah. Where do paintings go? <laughs> like, I, I think you, um, the market is open for everything, you know, uh, it really is in the eye of the, the, the beholder. Um, but the the problem with it is a lot of artists ha- struggle to find their market, me, including, you know, mm-hmm. right. And and some people are like, you should follow, you should do this. And, and, and some of it kind of makes sense, you know, but sometimes um, it doesn't, you know, uh, a lot of it, uh, like if it's from other artists, I'll, I'll take what they say a little bit more seriously, but you know, like other people say, you know, what you should do landscapes, P- things yeah. that people like, like, I'm not a Walmart of art. I can't, it's like, yeah, I could do that. But you know what? Uh, inside I'd be hurting, you know, mm-hmm. I would be yeah, hurting. It's always balance. It's like, uh, I wouldn't have fun doing it. Um, because just because it sells, doesn't make it, what, what if it sold? Would it make me happy? Maybe financial, fiscally, like financially, I'd be like, oh, that's nice. But then after a while, I'm like, gosh, I want to, I really want to do something else. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, that's weird. It's a weird terrain, uh, the art market. And not, not the, the like elite art market, like the, the New York creme de la creme, where, where like, pieces are so expensive that it's unfathomable that people sell it for that much, you know, but people like it. I've heard some, I don't know how, what truth this is. Like I could get like burned later on. I don't know what truth is, how, how valid this is by here. Like some of those markets is actually just a giant uh, money laundering scheme, which could make sense. I've heard that. You know, like it's, it's the money. It's so hot. Like the price is so high. It's really, they're just doing it to, to, to launder money. You know, I mean, I think it's also easy to say that too. 
Yeah, yeah, it could. You know, but who so, knows? Again, I, I'll like hearsay. I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any like definite proof. So I'm like, I don't want anyone to think like you. You said that. You said that. So it's true. Like, listen, I'm. Well, I'm like peanuts. I'm like peanuts. Like, I don't really know. I don't know how true this is. This this is something I that I heard from someone that might have heard it from someone else. Might have been someone who was angry about someone making a lot of money selling that piece. You know. Right. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I would assume yeah. but you never know but there's also the world's uh, a weird place yeah on the other side of the coin there's also artists that literally make six pieces a year you know right yeah they sp- or, or uh, like three to six pieces in a year and they're full-time artists they're working atrocious hours they're working like 70 hours a week to get six pieces done they have a show Every five years, because that they, they, that gives them like twenty pieces, you know. Mm-hmm. And if they're selling, they're basically they sell every five they sell every five years. They're not selling anything else after that uh, in between, you know. I I I would I don't have any problem with those high price tags because you're investing a substantial amount of time. And the ones that are doing those pieces, there's a substantial amount of skill involved in that, you know. But I'm particularly speaking about like just like photorealist artist that's been it's been like a lot of labor hours making their work you know but i'm not it's not just those it could be like these these abstract artists that do large pieces or abstract artists that will work and rework a piece over and over again until they feel it's perfect you know that might take them three months and and to a consumer to a uh 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 a newbie or or uh, an average person that's that's like what you know, that doesn't like how it looked like he spent five minutes on that. No, like, no, I spent five months on this piece. You know? Yeah. That's always interesting. People have misconceptions Yeah, around was, what the time is. Yeah. And, and they, and, and, and consumers, uh, customers will think uh, that we're like, uh, like hourly earners, you know, where like they, they think, oh, it takes you a set amount of hours. I want, I want to pay you this amount per hour. And then, but some people, and you're like, no, it doesn't work that way. I like, I, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to finish this piece in this amount of hour, this many hours. It could be longer. It could be a lot longer. It could be like half the time that I said, and it just depends on how smooth it's going. You know, maybe it's particularly difficult for me. You know, maybe it's really easy, but, uh, you know, but I still want to charge the same amount because I don't want other art, uh, other customers to say, come up to me later and say, you charge this person this much. I want to pay. I want, the, I want to do, uh, I want you to do it for that price. Well, then, then, then I'll have a, a line of people, you know, asking me to do the same price and then they might haggle me down. And then all of a sudden, like my, my price range goes down. This is, this is a weird topic to talk mm-hmm. about, like what, what the, 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 price point of, of art. All I know is uh, when I was speaking to other artists, um, they vastly undervalue their time and vastly undervalue the, their work. Um, cause I know some artists that would spend like 60, 70, a hundred hours on a piece and they're selling it for $2,000 at a gallery and a gallery will take half of that. Yeah. People also don't know that. Do you, yeah. <laughs> do you have any, um, like general advice for listeners out there who maybe are just getting started with selling their art and just want to kind of know how, what are some general tips for how to do that in a good way? <sighs> well, I, I, I need to follow my own advice, but I, I just haven't had the time. 
So um, I guess one thing is because of the, the, uh, of what's going like how easy it is for artists to do this um, back like 10 years ago, not so easy. It'd be much harder to do this, but like uh, now it's easier. So I, I guess what you want to do first is, is um, figure out, define what kind of artist you want to be. Do you want to be an artist that sells only originals or do you want to uh, be an artist that, that uh, sells originals and prints or, or t-shirts and all the other stuff, you know? I mean, like, and I'm not, I'm not for or against either one. Like I'm not like go team prints or go team originals. Uh, I I'm thinking about more like an economic standpoint, like, some people like your work, but they can't afford to pay two thousand dollars, five thousand dollars for one of your paintings, or fifteen hundred dollars. Um, but they might be able to afford, like you know, uh, an eight by eight by ten print for twenty dollars. You know, so I guess define what kind of artist you want to be. Do you want to be a, a um, a an originals or a a hybrid where you sell merchandise, prints, and your own originals, and then go from there. Um, you don't have to have, you don't necessarily have to have a working uh, website, but uh, doesn't, doesn't hurt. Um, I'm not talking about like a WordPress website. I'm talking about a website that has um, the ability to take, make transactions. So you can maybe, maybe you, I think you can do this. I think, I think you can sync, uh, you can put like a PayPal tab on your WordPress if you want to use WordPress because it's a free site. Um, where you, people can make transactions. So you can make, you have to have a, if, as I said, not a requirement, but it wouldn't hurt to have a website that ha can take transactions. Um, that way people think, know that you're serious online. Um, today, having a web presence is very, uh, very, would be very uh, uh, recommended. You don't have to have one. A lot of people don't, a lot of successful artists don't really have a web presence, but then a lot of them do. So um, I think um, you're, if you're just starting out selling your work, I think having a web presence, having a, re a web president is really what you need to be going. Well, having a web present presence is really a, what you need to be doing or should be considering to do because you're opening your market not just regionally, nationally, but internationally, you know? Uh, so website with ability to make transactions. Um, you don't have to do uh, 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 like prints, but you know, if you do it, you're, you're, you're broadening your, your market range more, you know, you don't have to have t-shirts or hats or whatever. Like some people don't like that, but you know, again, you broaden your, 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 uh, your, um, your ability to sell, uh, um, your art. It may not be what you want to do. Maybe you want to sell originals, but you know what? Do you want to take the win? Right. I, I think I, I'd rather take the small, like profit from a, from a small item than uh, bank all my, my, uh, put all my eggs in like selling originals. And right. Uh, so website, uh, purchase functionality, functionality, web presence, and the ability to sell prints might be where to go. Um, okay. having, having a, uh, and not just having a social presence, but having a, 
don't stretch yourselves too thin where you're, you're only doing, uh, where you're doing all these platforms, find one platform and, 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 and uh, dial it in, right? Get really used to doing that one platform, then find another one, put that in your, your cycle, then find another one and uh, use that because again, it brought, it expands your plat, expands your market range. Like some people don't have Twitter. Some people don't have Facebook. Unfortunately, like you, a lot of people do. Some people only have Instagram, you know, some people that have Instagram don't have Facebook uh, or, or vice versa. So um, having multiple platforms is good. Um, doing what we're doing here. Great. Great for adding value. Like it doesn't have to be um, super professional. Um, for a while I was doing this, uh, using this app called anchor. And sometimes I put my, 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 uh, inner artist interviews on there and I haven't done oh, it for a while. Yeah. So this thing called anchor, and it's literally like an app that you can do a podcast on. And all you have to have is your phone. And, um, it like it, uh, it, it does all the, the, uh, it, it, it like blankets all the, the platforms that, allow you to do that puts podcasts. So it's on Spotify, uh, Apple podcasts, all those other places. All you got to do is submit it. And it just goes to all these areas. Um, it's even, it's even kind of cool is, um, you even get your first ad ad revenue. Not a lot. You get some ad revenue. Like, uh, you, you, you basically make it a little, little, little ad spot for anchor repeating their, their little script. And if you get a view, you get like a few cents, or if you get a listen, you get a few cents. And so you get like a certain amount of money. Uh, so that's kind of cool. So um, if you want to go like a sub level, add it and make it a YouTube channel, making a, a, a IGTV, doing Facebook lives, creating a podcast. It's a, you don't need any, like the, the point of entry for artists is um, very wide open. Um, and then, but you don't want to also, again, don't want to put your baskets all on social media. Like some people do really well that way, but you also want to uh, uh, interact with people or, or uh, do come sort of some like uh, um, you want to show your work in public. You can, that could be in art shows, AKA art fairs, you know, where you have a tent. Um, actually, I, I would love to do those. I just can't, I've never, I've only done a few. Hmm. I probably would do pretty well, but they take a lot of, it's a lot of work and you got a lot, do a lot of traveling. I've done a few of them. Um, I'm just not prepared. I, I just don't have, I just don't have the, I'm not prepared for it, but I like doing art shows for like art fairs, AKA, uh, or, or being art exhibitions, jury art, art exhibitions would be a way to go get your work out there. Again, going to those areas is good because it, it opens up your, opens yourself to uh, markets of, of, of hate to say it like, you know, wealthier people, a lot of, uh, 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 wealthier people go to these art shows and look at the art, you know, and might take your name. You know, they, they, they might not, they might, that's like their, that might be their, their uh, thing that they do in the evening on a, on a weekend. You know, it's not, it's not them looking on, on Instagram, scrolling through uh, artist work, right. you know? Yeah. So There's a difference there. It's basically just like making is opening up to a more diverse, like consumer base, and, and, uh, uh, trying to do that as well as that you can, as well, as wells, as wells, no, trying to do that as well as you can. Um, so again, I, I like to like reiterate things kind of nail, nail it down is 
website, user functionality, uh, functionality where people can purchase stuff, social media, uh, going sub-level, creating some sort of sub-content, you know, YouTube, um, uh, you can do bit shooting. Is there like rumble? Those are like, like sub sub YouTube versions. Um, and you can, you've, you can even use, like create your own podcast. You know, um, there's lots of things you can do. Create basically in, in, in today's world, uh, from my understanding, it's, it's not just the art, but also creating value for the consumer doing something that you can never really do 10 years ago. Like you can never really have, it was a lot harder to have a customer like, um, like a, like a, a friendship, you know, um, you had to work a lot harder. You had to send letters, uh, postcards. That's another thing people want gather, make sure set up. If you, if you're using WordPress or Squarespace or whatever, web provider you're using on your website, set up a MailChimp or a constant contact is a constant contact, whatever it is set up so that you can, you can, uh, get, uh, emails, you know, uh, so that you can provide new, uh, a newsletter. So, that, um, you can provide a, another layer of value. So, uh, if you ever have sales, a lot of artists don't like doing sales, mm-hmm. maybe have, maybe have art should, artists should have sales, but then again, some artists don't like doing that. You know, it's, it's weird. Uh, the, yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. Like if you're still doing uh, originals, maybe not have a sale. Um, but if you're doing like, you know, if you, if you can get discounts on your, your merchandise that you're making or selling, you don't have a sale, you know, I don't know. No, I think these are great tips. Um, I'm also wondering, I know this has been really important for me, but, um, like how, how do you get networked in with other artists? Because I know that's where I've learned almost everything that I've learned. I don't have really any art education. How do you get, uh, well, uh, I think we're going to go back to, to, um, I guess you could, uh, uh, like maybe define that a little bit more. Like, is there, uh, is it like, is that a general networking question or is it like a more specific um, well, I mean, I guess first answer this, like how important do you think it is to be in contact with other artists who are very important, you know, making similar kind of work? It doesn't have, doesn't have to be making similar work. I think it's very important. Um, they, they, they are the ones that, um, get you opportunities that you might not be privy to, you know, I've gotten jobs through that. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm sure you you may have gotten some jobs here and there from other artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, every show I've made, ever been in has pretty much been through another artist. Yeah, yeah. I, I just had a conversation with uh, an, another artist. Um, um, we were talking about uh, uh, like uh, like the the. I don't want to like sound bad but this is kind of just i think this is universal like this is not this is not just where i work but this is universal like adjunct professors don't get paid well you know like the teachers just don't get paid well like for the amount of outside hours that you're working that you don't you don't see like you get paid for like the hours that you're there but there's a lot of things happening outside that you know there's like a couple hours you prepare before a couple hours you prepare afterwards 
Um, but uh, we were having a conversation about like, like she moved and she like the, the pay differences differential was night and day. Like she was making so much more here at, at said colleges than she was, than she's making at the other, her other colleges. Like it's just the, the disparity in pay between like universities and colleges is so different, you know? Um, so we were talking, but like, you know, uh, my end thing was, um, I'll make sure to keep an ear out if there's any like job positions here and you're, and you're looking around and you're looking around for moving. Cause they're talking about how they might move in the future sometime, not now, but maybe in the future. And if I ever have, uh, uh, a, a, um, you know, an opportunity to, to share said job or to say, Hey, this, we have an opening. I'll, I'll, I'll throw your line, your name down, you know, or, or if I sh- hear a show, I, then again, I don't hear, I don't, I'm not paying attention, but I'm not paying attention to the shows. I'm not really paying attention to like, uh, uh, like teaching jobs. Um, but if I do, I will drop a line. As a matter of fact, I, I do believe I did drop a line uh, uh, for her because there was an opening at one point and I forwarded the information and I have forwarded, forwarded information to photographers where there was op- opening for like openings for like, uh, they, they, they just had a photographer, uh, not like become unavailable for this, this, this course and they need one ASAP or they're, they're going to have to cancel the class. Do you know anyone? And I was like, uh, I know someone. And then, you know, for their information. So it's really important to, to network, uh, with other artists. You know, I know there's, there's this, notion that you could be competing with each other yeah that's why i was bringing this up actually not like networking like i hate that term yeah you could be competing with yourself uh if you as i think you stated there's similar work maybe maybe but then again you know uh yeah if you it's a very it's a very uh uh small group. And if you are become known for backstabbing people or, or whatever, just being a person who's not good to work with, uh, you lose opportunities. Mm. You know, um, I heard this fact, I think it was from Neil Gaiman, 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 Neil Gaiman, Gaiman. He's a writer. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Gaiman. I think it's Gaiman. It's G I G A I M E N. And he was talking about writing. Um, he was talking about how um, there's like a few like categories that you can be put into. It's like you either uh, you could be like really really good and hard to work with, you know. But you're so good at your job at, at your craft that people are willing to work with you in spite of the fact that you're very difficult of it. You're a very difficult person. Huh? You know, I I can see Um, this with creative work for sure. You know, um, or you're, you're, you're not great, but you're super nice. You're helpful. You try the best that you can. And, uh, they just love you because of that. Right. Or you're, you're really good and you're really great to work with and everyone, you, you, 
you just don't have the time of day to give to everyone. So which person is going to get the, the opportunity, the person that's really good and hard to work with, uh, or the person that's not as good as a really good person, but he's really easy to work with. You know, the person's really easy to work with. And, uh, who is that, that, that person that's on the tippy top going to, to share the information to probably to the, the person that might not be as good, but better to work with. And I think they do that. I think they do that with, um, in the, in the military, like, like, um, there's like a bar graph. I think they try to find the person that's in the middle of that bar graph because they, they, um, I think they become, because like, like there's some, some data showing that they might be good leaders because they're not the great greatest. So they're, because they're not the greatest, they have to they have to co- be forced to cooperate and be a, a, a good leader. Uh, oftentimes, people that are really great are hard, not the greatest leaders because sometimes you know the ego gets you know involved, and they the, their perception is that people are are not the same caliber are not worth the time of day. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the, the, the data or the science behind it, but that I think that's something I, I kind of glossed over or yeah. uh, kind of uh, w- learned or paid attention to or something that's kind of, I remember, I don't know the details. So of basically it. it sounds like it's, it's really important to, to be a nice person, be a cool person and you're yeah, creative you don't want to be a, I mean, sounds obvious, but it's cool to hear that there's some data to back that up. Can I, can I, can I say curse words or, or, or bad words? I think so. Yeah. You don't want to be a dick. You don't want to be a jerk. You know, no one wants to work with a jerk. Right. No, I mean, like, like I, I wouldn't want to interview a person that is, is like, I don't care how good you are. If you're just going to be uh, really hard, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to like, listen, I, I, I can find someone else, you know? Right. Like we're all our time. You, you all t- everyone's time is precious. Everyone, everyone's time is very valuable, regardless of, of where you are on the food chain, I guess, you know, and that's one reason why I, I, I probably stopped playing video games. You know, like uh, you start, you start looking at your time. Here's something really creepy, not really creepy, but like kind of like showing your mort- mortality. Cause I, I saw, I saw this in like a, this is one of the things I do in my journal. Sorry. Um, one of the things I'm doing in my journal is, is um, showing how many days you have till you're, till you're 90. And I, I look at the number. I'm like, wow, that's a big number, but it's not really that big. You know, that's kind of cool. And in, in, in this, like this YouTuber who, who talks about how this is what he's, doing to achieve some of his goals. He's, he writes that in every one of his journals. He, he, every time he does a new journal, he puts that, that date, the, that time frame in there. And, um, because you know, it, it, it shows you that you, you have a lot of time, but you don't really have a lot of time. And do you want to be squandering on squandering it, uh, playing Fortnite? You know, uh, cause in the end, you wrote, what do you have to show for that? That time is you, sh- you have, Oh, I have a really cool gun and some cool 
they call it skins where like uh, uh like character skins where you like you you just have a cool like outfit essentially and i'm like that's what it is like cool you can you look cool while you're playing um that's what it boils down to i think that's uh it's really humbling to see that number but also it's really kind of scary but um so i i started doing that i want to start doing that more often uh i think one, one reason why i don't want to do it is because you have to do the math you gotta go <laughs> you gotta find the math for but i started doing it and i'm gonna stick to it another thing that i heard though uh that i might start integrating is this thing called build um i don't know the the uh the acronym i remember a few things i gotta write it down i gotta come I got to reflect and go back to it and write it down in my journal. So it's something that you write down every day and it's called build and, um, and B stands for body. So what have you done to, for your health, right? What have you done to, uh, to make your body better, right? If you have a, if you have a strong body, you know, it doesn't have to be the uh, strong physically, but like if it's healthy, you're taking care of yourself, you go for walks, do some exercise, right? Um, that yields a good return later on, not in life, not just only like later on in life, but also if you're physically well, you out, you're able to output more. Um, and I think the other, some of the other ones I don't remember, but one of them was L stands for like, learn, what'd you learn today? Or maybe like, what, like, uh, um, D stands for like uh, development. You know, what did you, what'd you do to develop? I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can, implement that to some degree. Um, I don't know how feasible it is. Uh, I already do some of this, some of these things that I've been kind of like trying to integrate, which is keeping a journal, uh, kind of having measurable success in my journal. Um, how did we segue into this? How do we segue into, ah, uh, that's one thing uh, that was part of the motivation. How do I build motivation is it, it, having, having a journal um, and seeing like a measurable outcome, mm. you know, either by checking, checking that, that outcome or checking that thing off your journal. You know, it doesn't have to be like you're writing things. It could actually be like a checklist, you know? Um, so having some sort of measurable outcome is appealing to me. So seeing like a, like a score line happen on there and uh, seeing setting like a, like a big number saying, I want to hit this goal is really nice to do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that, that, that's one interesting thing to do is keep that journal. When, how many artist interviews have you done? Um, I haven't looked, but I think I'm getting I'm around 30, 29 or 30. Um, so, uh, as I get, as I, uh, I mean, I started last, like the beginning of the end of last year. So those don't count, but I'm doing 52 this, I want to do 52 this year. I'm all the way, I'm scheduled all the way at the June, which is why I was talking to you about count cal calend calendly calendly. That's, that's, uh, that's why I want to start implementing that because I think the farther out I go, it's the more hard it is to kind of navigate through all that. You know? Yeah, and I noticed um, you seem to interview to a lot of artists, like on different time zones. It's not just local. Yeah, not local. Um, 
How do you even, how do you uh, find these people? Uh, Facebook groups. Um, some through, uh, 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 um, some through like, um, like college Facebook groups, like colleges that I went to. So I'll post there. So like alumni for Memphis College of Art or alumni for Font Bont. And I'll post my artist interview is like, hey, I did this, this, this artist interview, artist interview. If you're really, hey, if you're interested in doing this, you know, give me a shout out. Or, or like some art groups that are just like out of nowhere. Uh, some through LinkedIn. Hmm. Um, I, there's one group that I, I, I use uh, like 80% of the time, not because of choice. It's just that they're this, they're just the most receptive, you know, uh, they're the ones that actually will contact me. Uh, other, other times I have to kind of, uh, if they make a comment, but like, I'm interested, I'll have to contact them and then I'll have to go and then I have to contact them again. Cause they'll like forget. Um, so, uh, the goal is to, to not have to do that where people are, where you're more sought out, where you're being contacted. It'll make it easier on me. Although I'm not going to turn people down uh, uh, when I post and they ask me if they, if I, they can be included. Um, mm-hmm. So Facebook groups is really where it's at LinkedIn to some extent. I think I only got one on LinkedIn, uh, but everywhere else is kind of crickets at the moment. So hmm. I'm just kind of putting it all in, in Facebook right now because uh, that's where a lot of the, the, I think it just, being able to post a, a um, you can't do it on Instagram, you know, Twitter is too fast paced. Uh, the, the, this, the feeds yeah. too quick. I think Facebook, because they have the group section allows you to get more uh, interaction. So that's where I'm getting okay. most of my. That makes videos. sense. I just think it's interesting because I know like for my podcast, it's evolved since I started. Like when I started, I was mainly just asking people that I knew yeah. and now I'm moving towards which. I'm super excited because that's the reason I wanted to get a podcast was so that I could actually reach out to people that I follow or yeah. people that I'm really interested in learning more about their life or their their creative practice or, you know, who they are. Yeah. So that's more the vibe for mine, but it's it's a different, it's totally a different thing. It's almost like chasing Yeah, you got to like soliciting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as as I stated, and like I hope this for you as well. Like I hope that you get the point where you don't have to really solicit. Although you, you, I kind of know, I kind of want to though, in a way. Like maybe for like uh, people that you really, really want to have a dialogue with. I, I yeah, you know. But like um, as far as like just filling up slots, it's it's kind of nice to, to not have to do um, some of that labor, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I want to do Calendly. I think that's going to be really beneficial but again i'm so bogged down with like just kind of like all my extra time is is either art work and trying to uh follow up with all these people i'm already talking to that i haven't had time to set up that calendly app i actually a couple times i've opened it up and i start going through the the the, the website and then i start registering and then all of a sudden like i have to go and i'm like oh Mm -hmm. uh, another time Another time, buddy. We'll do this another time. And then I just haven't opened it up since. <laughs> what I do... Do you... Yep. Oh, do you have any tips for artists out there? I know this is a super common thing for almost everybody. Like this idea of balancing your creative work with what maybe is likely different from your your actual work, your career. 
um, and then your art career. Some sometimes, I mean, oftentimes, there's two different things going on at once. Some more related than others. Oh, um, so you're saying like, if you're how do you balance it? If you're if you're working like a nine to five, or you're working a regular job, but you're also doing art on the side, how do you balance it? Yeah, or even like I, I mean, I know a lot of people that have like a nine to five graphic design job, but really they're working on painting. I don't know, flowers. Mm-hmm. This is totally random, but something like that. They're graphic designers and they're painting flowers in the evening. Yeah, we're like, I mean, this is not a real example. They're probably painting, they might be painting something more meaningful to them than flowers, or maybe flowers is what's meaningful to them. Yeah. But like where the art practice is different from the career art the or art. the money, ma- the job. Um, I guess. Uh, that's light. That's bright. Um, yeah, actually, I feel like I should redefine that because maybe the career, like a lot of times what I hear the career, let's say this person, they want their career to be painting flowers, mm-hmm. but the job is graphic design, something like that. Well, um, if they want to make the bridge, it depends on how, uh, like what your circumstances is. I guess if you mm-hmm. want to be like, if you want to uh, be painting flowers because you don't want to do graphic design anymore right? and you're single and you're younger um, and um, maybe, maybe what I would suggest is you can do either two things, find a, a job that you can work part-time and then devote more of your, 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 your asset of time making flowers. Or if you're really, uh, good with money and you saved up like six months to a year's worth of, uh, earnings, stop working and just paint, paint, just paint, uh, just paint, uh, just paint, <laughs> paint all the flowers, do, do all the planting flowers you can do. Um, just paint, uh, flowers full time and then get a, and start, uh, marketing yourself, marketing yourself as that artist. If you want to make that, that, then transition to that type of art. Um, if you're just a person who is working as an uh, artist on the side, like uh, I am, you know, um, and working, um, I'm an artist on the side and then working uh, other jobs, right? Uh, my suggestion is learn, uh, get really good at scheduling. Um, you know, try to, and, and try to hold yourself a little bit more accountable if you miss a day, you know? Uh, so, um, I think one, one little quote was like, don't miss twice. So if you miss a day of drawing or, or painting or whatever craft you're pursuing, don't do it again. You know, uh, don't, cause what you're doing is once you miss, if you miss once and you miss twice, what, what, uh, sub, sub, apparently subconsciously or psychologically you're, you're, uh, initiating a whole new pattern of habits you're starting a, a new chain reaction of habits uh, and um, that you don't want to do that. So basically nip it in the butt and then go in and um, go back and, and uh, call it a day and, and, and go back to your uh, whatever action you were doing. So don't start that new chain of events. Um, yeah. Scheduling is really good. Uh, a really big factor. Uh I'm making real faces. Uh, scheduling is a, a really big factor. Uh, and, and, you know, as I, 
as we kind of talked about, like there's some artists are really good at scheduling and some aren't, aren't, you know, and then, and unfortunately, like it's weird. Everything's like, Oh, uh, you're just born with it. No scheduling. That's a, that's, you, you kind of learn that, you know, you know, some people have a knack for it. They, they can see, they can just like see things, you know? Um, but if you're inherently bad at scheduling, just start buy a book, read it, you know, and, uh, maybe it will help you. If it doesn't, uh, look at some YouTube, uh, videos or, podcast videos about how you or how to organize your day, have a planner. Um, that helps, you know, you don't, you don't always, get, you don't always get the planner filled up. Like I, I, I missed the day. I didn't get the plan, plan my week. Uh, I'm going to try to do it Monday. Today was pretty busy. Um, pretty busy of a day. I had to do all these things uh, before I, this podcast. So, it, it, which meant I, I, I couldn't, uh, set aside some time to plan my day. I might get to it a little bit this evening. I don't know. I might be pretty tired, you know, because it's been long days. Um, if we want to go even more micro, um, focus on your health, you know, exercise a little bit. Doesn't have to be, you don't have to be like weightlifting or powerlifting or running a 5k, you know, walk, uh, just, it, uh, like apparently there's some data showing that if you, the, you, uh, expend energy in that manner, you actually get back more energy than you expended. You know, it mm. could be like a runner's high or something. So take care of yourself like physically, and that will help, uh, boost your energy in the evening, which is probably a very crucial if you're working a nine to five as a graphic designer and you want to paint in the evening. Cause some people, some people are just able to paint for four hours after they work. Some people aren't, you know? And like, I, 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 again, I, I, uh, I think people use themselves as a measure and, and think that that's the basis. And, uh, like what, well, you should just be able to work another four hours after eight, an eight hour shift. Yeah. In theory, that person might be able to, but they, they don't have what you have. They, they, they might, they might have, they might, uh, they might be out of shape or, or like things that, uh, uh normally is easily, uh, transferable to you is it like mentally drains that person. So like maybe that job mentally drains them that it is just fatiguing to do that labor. Like physically they might be able but mentally they might not be in it. And I'm not talking about like, I got to be inspired to do the work as an artist, but I'm talking about like, it, it's like a, a different motivation. Maybe they, they, they got to hit a certain, like there's got to be a different trigger for them to do that, that type of thing. Maybe they have this, maybe there's got to be different motivation behind it. You know, a different goal set. They got to set different goals or maybe there's uh, certain things that work for them that don't work for you you know? Yeah. Like, so like, that's People why I'm always are, experimenting definitely. with all those weird things where like writing those days down and writing these numbers down right now it's working. Um, but those days that I'm like, I'm waking up, I'm like, I don't like, this sucks. I don't want to do this, you know, but you got, but you do. Cause like, uh, I think in the end you feel a bit, I, I me personally, I, I feel a bit better doing it, you know? Um, 
So maybe you, that person's got to find what makes them feel better after doing that action or what makes them gets them in the proper mentality to, to um, uh, proper, properly set themselves up so that there's no friction for that, that activity uh, for that art activity, you know, because it's like, if someone's doing art all day as a, as a like commercial art, I know me personally, if I was doing commercial art all day, like I probably would be less inclined to just do my own art in the evening. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd be like, I've been drawing, I've been drawing for eight hours straight. I mean, I got to do uh, uh, another three or another two or two or four. Cause it's my art. Come on. Like that, that'd be, that's really hard. You know, that's, that's, that's like a, a, a warehouse. Like that's like a, 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 a mechanic working on cars all day, you know? And well, maybe they, unless you really, really like cars. Let me, that's, no, that, that's, 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 that's a bad example. Let's this, this example. That's like someone who works in a warehouse and they pick orders. Like they pick boxes in a warehouse. It's really hot. I've been in that job. So I know what it's like. And then I'm going home and deciding that they want to uh, uh, do the same thing for another two to three hours, you know? So um, that's what it's like. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think people all have to find their own motivation. What's your motivation? What what makes you go, you know, mine, in this subject? Sure, yeah. Um, I'm, mine is expressing and communicating these worlds that are inside of me and getting getting better at getting those things out of my head and into the world. Well, I have one super important question for you. Yeah. Every week, um, the guest gets to give all the listeners a challenge for the week. Challenge. Weekly challenge. What would you like to challenge our listeners to do this week? So, um, maybe, maybe set a habit or start, start a new chain of habits that uh that is relative to like some sort of like aspiration that or goal that you that you uh are looking for and and to do and to do it um like do it for um i think like 25 days or 21 days or like like do it for a month or something that way you start you start to uh ingrain that as a, as a, as a, a, a normal thing to do, mm-hmm. uh, doing it for like one day and then kind of casually doing it the next day and doing it like every other day is not going to work. You got to do it every day. At least do it for um, a week, everyone. Yeah. Um, and then go for another week and then go for another and try to hit 30 days. Yeah. Um, uh, Last thing, if people want to find you on the internet and connect with you, I'll also put the links in the show notes here, but yeah. like, where would you guide people to? Plugin. Okay. Um, everything is all the same. So if you want to find me uh, on Twitter, you want to find me on Facebook, you want to find me on Instagram, you want to find me on TikTok. I know I'm missing something. Uh, YouTube. 
YouTube, but it's not under the same name. Oh, uh, but you can find you can you can probably search it and it'll probably pop up because I put my name on it. Okay. But everything's under Matt Pearson Art. So that's Matt M A T T P I E R S O N Art. And my website's the same this the same as well. So it's mattpearsonart.com. So all of it's the same. That's another thing that should be uh, uh, that all the artists should consider. If they're going to multiple platforms, make sure that all your names are consistent. So you're easily searchable as opposed to like uh, 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 Matt eats burgers on at Twitter or like, or or at like, uh, like uh, art lover on, on, on Instagram. And then like cupcakes on, on, Facebook, you know, like you don't want to be all over the place. So you unify all that. So that's all that that's where you can find me really easy. All right, sweet. So yeah, if you guys have any questions for Matt about getting your art out there or what he's doing with his art interview series, you can find him anywhere on the internet. Matt Pearson. All right. Thank you so thank much. You, Jasmine. Really thank you for your time. It. No, thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, do we end recording or are we just kind of like, you just do what you do? How's it go? Are we still recording? We're, we're still recording. I'll say a little goodbye. All right. And I will talk to you guys next week for more Archives for Aliens. Sweet.